There's a spirit at Bryan Health, a passion that says we can make it better, stronger, to raise our kids, to build our future, to move forward together. It's time for Bryan Health Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Bryan Health hosts a community run every October to further their commitment to wellness and mental health. For more information about this event, go to bryanhealth.org forward slash run. This special podcast series is brought to you by Bryan Health and the Kim Foundation. As you create a plan for your athletic endeavors, you should also be considering how your diet needs to adjust as your training changes. Like a car, your body won't run without the right fuel. My guest today is Kayla Brandt. She's a registered dietitian with Brian LifePoint. Welcome to the show, Kayla. So how can proper nutrition help a runner increase their performance or any athlete, really? Yeah, interesting. You um, mentioned the fuel in a car. That's exactly how I explain it. Imagine if you put diesel or, you know, really cruddy gas in your car, it's not going to run very nice. And so if you put that premium gasoline in your car, it runs nice and smooth. So I explain that the same way with food. So if you're putting a lot of fast food and high fat foods in your body, and then you go try to train for a marathon, it's probably not going to run overly nice. Nutrition is super important when you're training for a marathon or really any type of activity. It will help you train harder delay fatigue, and more importantly, enhance your concentration while you are training for that. So the question people always have is when should they start really the nutrition to train? And as they get closer to their event, are they still carbo-loading? What are they doing before, during, and after the event? So kind of give us that whole lowdown on when you should be using nutrition for your training, and as you get closer to the event, what do you do then? Overall, I would make sure to remain consistent with your intake of whatever regimens you decide to use. So, you know, if you're training and consuming one thing and then on race day you decide, oh, I'm going to have this, your body's not going to really like that. Number one, make sure you're consistent. Make sure it's something that your body likes. As far as before your training, you're going to want to have increased carbohydrates, low fat, low fiber. And the reason because of the fiber and the fat is you don't want to, you know, come up with any digestive issues during your train or during your run. As far as consumption right before the race, approximately two to three hours before, try to get in anywhere from two to 500 calories. Give yourself some energy there. And then as you get closer to the race, an, an hour before or so, make sure you decrease the amount of carbs and something that's going to give you quicker energy. So, Maybe a little cup of lemonade or some applesauce or a little peanut butter, something just to kind of get your kick started. You also want to make sure you include some protein in there. If you, What protein does is it helps you stay fuller longer, so you don't want to be hungry during that race. So make sure you're including a little protein there. After the race, it's really important to promote recovery. So we've depleted lots of glycogen stores and, um, you know, our muscles are wanting some energy. So increasing that recovery through rehydration, water, Gatorade maybe, and refueling with a type of snack that's going to fill you up a little bit and then increasing that protein for your muscles. It's going to be important as well. So they're also recommending things like chocolate milk for after activities. What do you think about that? I'm on board with that. Really anything that's going to give you some protein and also nutrients and vitamins. So whereas your sports drink has lots of electrolytes and um, fluid in there, it's not always giving you the nutrients that what milk is going to give you. So it's really an individual preference. If the milk is something that you're liking, 
go for that. If, if it's not something that you like, do something more like a Gatorade or, you know, a lean protein for a little snack afterwards. So back to carbo loading for a second, Kayla, because people really are confused about this. And they hear bagel and peanut butter day of the run or pasta a couple of days before. So really clear that up as far as what constitutes a carbohydrate and how much of them you should be eating before an event. Sure. So in reference, a a typical recommendation for carbohydrates is about 300 grams in a day for a typical person. So if you are training for an event or a run of some sort, you're going to want to increase that a couple days before. So two to three days before, increase that. And the specific recommendations that they say is about seven to 10 grams per 2.2 kilograms of body weight. So if you're a 125 pound person, that would, you know, equal around 400 grams. So as you can tell, that's significantly more than what the average recommendation is. And that is basically to store up that glycogen for your race. The confusing part with that is oftentimes with a longer race, if you're doing that, in an inappropriate way, you'll get to about mile 20, 22 and hit that wall because your glycogen, you know, is done. So more importantly is probably during the race, what you're taking in um, as far as um, gel packets and carbs and that kind of thing. But I think you're right. It's a very confusing thing for people. I would always recommend meeting up with a dietitian for individual purposes. So what I would recommend for you might be different than what I would recommend for you know, Joe Smith down the street. I think recommendations, meeting with a dietitian is really important as well. But overall, two to three days before is when you're going to want to quote carb loading. But I think that that is a, a very loose term these days. It's, it is a confusing thing. So those gel packets, the goo that you're talking about, is that just for long-term events? Primarily, so any exercise or event that's going to be less than an hour in duration, the only thing you really need is water. Water is going to replenish those fluids that have been lost. If you are training longer than that or if you are running a race longer than an hour, you're going to want some type of a carbohydrate. You want to get those energy stores back in. You want to, you want that energy for yourself. So like I said before, you want to stay consistent. So if you're training and you're using the gel packets, you should probably run the race using the gel packets as well. There's a million different types of gel packets. So that's something where you really have to work on label reading and seeing what you want to put in your body. The positives with the gel packets over a conventional food like a banana or, you know, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich is the convenience. So you got to think about that when you're training or running in a race. Are you going to want to pull your banana out of your backpack or have somebody waiting at mile 17 with a banana? You might not want to eat that, whereas a gel packet's going to be a lot more convenient and you can have that right in your belt. That is really great advice, Kayla. You cleared that up so beautifully. Now, what about fat for runners? Again, this confuses people. Good fats, bad fats. If you're an athlete, are there any bad fats? Is your body just using it up as you work on your event? Good question. I would always recommend lean protein, low fat, especially while you're running right up before the race, because you have to think about Uh, your digestion during a race. If you are running a marathon, you don't want to have to stop and use the restroom. And so one thing to keep in mind is 
what is your body going to tolerate during that race? You know, GI distress can be um, a major issue for runners. So making sure you have your low or your lean protein and your low fat, just so you don't have any digestive issues during the race. Training can be hard on your body, Kayla. Can nutrition help keep you mentally focused for your event? Yes, I would think nutrition and for any person, training or not, is really important to have your fruits and your vegetables. Things are going to help you concentrate. Oftentimes during a race or during training, your mind kind of starts to wonder. You think about other things and you kind of get in your head. And so what nutrition can do, consuming the appropriate fruits and vegetables, lean protein, low fat, can really help you concentrate during a race, which is what I think is important. Oftentimes, like I said before, our minds start to wonder. So in just the last few minutes, Kayla, it's such important advice. Give your best advice for people training for an event and where nutrition fits into that whole picture. So I would say overall, think about, ask yourself a couple questions. What is your type of activity? Are you running 45 minutes? Are you going to run four hours? So what's your duration? What's your intensity? You know, are you preparing for a race? Are you going out on a leisure walk or a run? Is it competitive? And then as far as your nutrition, how you're going to feed your body is what's convenient for you. As I mentioned before, is it convenient to pull out a sandwich in the middle of your race? Probably not. But if that's what's consistent for you and that's how you've been training, you want to keep it the same and don't change things on your body. Thank you so much for being with us today. If you'd like to learn more about nutrition services at Brian LifePoint, you can go to brianlifepoint.com. That's brianlifepoint.com. You're listening to Brian Health Radio. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.